DJ and PK brought to you in part by Rough Tough Products. Rough Tough sets the industry standard for custom seat covers for cars, trucks, SUVs, and UTVs. Get the best fitting seat covers for the make, model, and year of your vehicle and do business with a Utah company that's been around since 1976. Check them out today at roughtough.com. That's roughtough.com. We are joined now by Pace Mannion, former Ute, former jazz guy, former broadcaster for the team. Man, this guy does, does it he all. does it all. <laughs> Used to do crosstalk with us, the Red and the Blue show. He'd chat with us five minutes before he'd beat up a lemma for a couple hours. Yeah. Pace, good morning. Year, <laughs> it was the wrong year to do the Red and Blue show, Alema. <laughs> you got the right year and Alema got the wrong year. No question. No question. <laughs> Two first picks, NBA, NFL. No, yeah. things went well that year. Undefeated, Sweet 16. So now things have been going well for the Clippers. They've won games three and four. They've tied the series up, and the news breaks this morning that uh, Kawhi Leonard is expected to miss the game, and he might miss the rest of the series. And we saw him pull up with the, the knee injury. He and Ingles were running down court shoulder to shoulder, and there was a little bump, and maybe he stepped wrong, and maybe he already had a problem he wasn't telling us about. And uh, he hobbled off the floor, and they showed him rubbing the knee on the sideline. And now uh, ESPN.com is reporting that they don't expect him to play tonight. So, how much does that change everything, and how much does it scare you now that Jazz let down their guard and some Clipper role player goes off and craziness happens? Well, I think those are you know valid concerns, but you know he's their best player. You know, he's all first team NBA. He is uh, one of the best defenders in the league. He's turned into one of the best scorers in the league. He just does everything at both ends of the floor for that team. And I think you take him out of that lineup. And it's a big hole. Um, and the more pressure that's on Paul George, um, the better. You know, I think Paul George is really good when you're when you're up to him. He's proven that he's not great when it's a, when it's a close game and, and things are tight. So I think you just want to keep it. You know, and hopefully the Jazz come out tonight and you know play a little better than they did on the road. But both teams have injuries. Both teams are struggling through, and everybody has injuries right now because it's late in the year with a shortened season. The way things went, I think. These injuries are piling up, and I think that's how the league has to look at. So if you are a role player like Reggie Jackson, Marcus Morris, Batum, Kennard, how jacked are you right now knowing that I got a shot to get more shots? <laughs> well, I think that's your first thought. But I think a lot of these guys right now, when you get to this point of the season, you're so close to getting to you know Western Conference Finals and then getting into the championship. That's your goal. And I think they're... Uh, they're all hoping that. You know, I loved Kawhi's answer yesterday. I listened to his interview. You know, they were talking about, hey, taking the franchise, the Clippers, to the Western Conference Finals. It'd be a big step for the franchise. And he just said, yeah, that's not important to me. I can care less about the Western Conference Finals. My, my goal is a championship. And that's the mentality. You know, those guys that are superstars that have been there, they have that. They're not getting to the Western Conference Final isn't the goal. That's just a, something they have to go through to get to where they want to. And he has proven to be so, one, he's physically gifted, and mentally he's just off the chart good because he's stronger than most players out there to do what he does night in and night out. And it's been, uh, he's been fun to watch. He's done a lot better than I ever thought he would coming out of college, but he's turned into obviously one of the best players to ever play in the NBA. So we were curious when we were running through their roster, guys who can step up, guys who will take a bigger role. Well, first off, guys who will get bigger minutes. How is is Ty Lue going to go big? Is he going to go small? He's got options. Will it be a little bit like games one and two where 
He tries to quickly throw different things against the wall for, you know, four minutes and see what clicks, see who clicks, who embraces the moment. Well, I think the small lineup's been good for him. Um, and I think that's where he'll go. I think Morris found his stroke, and that's uh, and they'll look to give him some looks. And I think the one guy you got to watch out for, I think Reggie Jackson's a much better player than people think. Um, you know, he's a very skilled guard, can score, can defend. And then if you let Luke Kennard come in, who is he's your role guy that's your shooter, didn't play much in the Dallas series, comes in here and, and you know, he's hit some shots, um, made an impact for his team. Those are the guys you don't want to hurt you. You expect your stars to do what they do. But those role guys, when they have those bigger nights, that's when you get hurt and you can't let that happen. You have to make sure you shut those guys down just because, you know, Kawhi's out possibly you have an opportunity to. Your role guys are going to think, and look, they're in the NBA. You know, we call them role guys because they're not starters or they're not playing, you know, 35 minutes. They're in the NBA. They're, they're pretty damn good. Yeah. You know, they're all, they all deserve to be there. They're all capable of scoring. They all have done something in their career to get them to that point. So they're capable of doing big things on any given night. So you have to be careful of those guys, and that's just part of basketball. The Jazz have those guys too. You hope some of those guys step up tonight, that Donovan and, and Ingles – um, and hopefully Jordan Clarkson has a better game than he had in game four, which I'm assuming he'll bounce back rapidly, especially being at home. But your role guys usually are the difference makers. Um, you have those nights like last night, you watch KD go for 49 and just carry his team. But those are the rare occasions where you have some one guy come out and win a game for you. So each time the Jazz put out this injury report, it says mild hamstring strain on Conley, and he has yet to play, and the frustration level is just growing, and people, especially in this community, and you were on the team and you played with those guys, you know, the the stars uh, that we know who they were, they all played 82 and all that stuff, and I, I believe that these guys would go, and can you speak to what it takes to be an NBA player in a playoff game, um, which obviously is more intense than a post-regular uh, season, and what it takes physically, and how uh, we see the word mild, but if you're not really able to go, how difficult it is to be able to get out there and play. Well, you guys have watched long enough, you understand playoff basketball is a completely different animal than what the regular season is. It seems like during the regular season you get whatever shot you want, and and it's not like guys aren't playing hard. They're not. They're just not playing every possession the way because you can't. You're playing every other night. You're you're traveling. Uh, physically, it's pretty tough. Uh, playoffs come around, and you see guys get locked in on on a game report and all those things. Um, so the intensity is just at another level. The Connolly issue. I've never had a hamstring, so I'm just going by what I've had teammates that have had them. But they're just so. They can happen at any time, you know, making one quick move and and you pull that thing again and you're done. And I think that's the big concern is obviously he's not where he feels like he could make a – it's not like you're out there thinking, okay, I'm just going to go. You watched Harden last night. Harden never made a quick move, never made a blow by anybody, didn't sprint, didn't defend. He was just out there for a body because they didn't want him to draw some attention, which he did. But – there was no movement of his showed, I'm going to take a risk in because mentally it's tough not to do that. Mentally it's tough not to see a loose ball. Well, for James Harden, maybe he's not going after a loose ball real hard sometimes, but, but for Mike Conley, 
who is one of those guys that works hard, does everything the right way, you make that one quick movement because your mind says, hey, go get that, and your leg says, no, don't, and it grabs, and you're done. You know, so I know fans get frustrated because you heard the word mild involved in a hamstring, but those injuries just linger to get rid of. And so I'm, you know, I wish he was playing. He's a great player. He's had a great year. Um, and I don't know what his status is for tonight's game, if they've already ruled him out or if he's questionable, but he is, uh, he's a big part of that team and, and how they play because it gives him another ball handler, another decision maker, put him in the pick and roll. He's very good. You know, he's very good at getting in the paint, finding guys or finish with his floater. Um, and those things they need and the experience he has has been, a, been invaluable for him. So Donovan Mitchell is getting to the point now where not only does he decide to turn it on, but uh, he's really deciding at what point in the game and really picking his spot. So game one, he did what he usually does. You know, he doesn't start all that great, but after 24 minutes, he's seen all the different looks and the substitutes and blah, 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 and he comes out and he just crushes it in the third and the fourth quarters and has a huge second half. But game two, he came out and was on fire in the first quarter and asked about it after the game. He said, well, I had a really bad start, and we were playing from behind, and that's really hard, and I thought I needed to get it going early, and so he did. Would you expect him to turn it on right from the get-go tonight? Should people think, don't be late to the game, you missed the first four minutes, Donovan might already be rolling? Well, I think for him, um, with the situation there, and he just has to be in attack mode, you know, every minute he's out there. And most people hear basketball people talk about being attack mode as going to score every time. And with Donovan, he has so many shooters around him. You know, that team shoots the three ball so well that I'm just saying, hey, get in the paint. Get paint touches. Get to your spots. If you've got a good look, obviously he's going to take it. Um, and if they're not willing to come help, then, then go to work. But the minute they start to help, He's really good at, at, at finding guys. You know, when you got Ingles in a corner or you got O'Neal somewhere spotted up or you got Clarkson with you, you got guys that can, that can shoot the basketball. Um, they make a living off that superstar. That's where your role players become great because it's a lot easier to stand in that corner and catch a shot, catch and shoot without having to put it on the floor with the defender flying at you, you know, getting there late. You got all kinds of options to pump fake, sidestep, go to the basket, do whatever you want to do. Um, but that one guy has created it all for everybody. And every team has one or two of those guys. And that's why you see percentages you see sometimes of some of these shooters because they're getting such good looks because of that. And I think, I think he'll come out tonight um, looking to do that from the beginning. I think the starts in this series have been important for both teams, obviously. And being at home, you like to get your crowd involved early. So I think he comes out and tries to make a statement and get everything in their seat and get things rolling at home and, and, and get a win. So I think Mitchell has that intangible, whatever it is, and I'm not sure how to define it, but I can see it. And I believe that he will go down when he's done years from now, a decade or more, whatever it might be, that he will go down as an all-time NBA player. I believe he's that type of player who rises to the occasion. What is your thought on that? Oh, I agree 100%. You know, I think it's a little too early. I heard Stephen A. say he's a jazz player of all time. Stockton and Malone were pretty good, did it for a long time, um, you know, and so it's, it's hard to put him, in, in my opinion, it's hard to put him in that category. He's off to a, obviously a phenomenal start, and, and he's a great player, 
I think he's, you know, the sky's the limit. He can do whatever he wants to do. And I think his mentality is perfect for the NBA. He understands who he is now. Um, I think he got robbed. I don't know how you don't have the best player on the best team in the NBA make one of your all-NBA teams. I think that's a, a thousand joke. percent. I agree. Either the media can vote on something like that and cost him, you know, thirty-two million dollars. Ridiculous. Is 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 just ridiculous. Yeah. You know, and I think it shows a bias towards one towards Utah because it's a small market. Yeah. And nobody thinks about him during the NBA. You just don't think about Utah as being a a great team. It's just nobody ever talks about it. And yet you'll put Julius Randle on a second team. He had a great year. There's no doubt about that. But was he better than Donovan Mitchell? Did he do more for his team than Donovan Mitchell did for the Jazz? I don't. I, you can't. I don't no. think that's an argument you can make. No. <laughs> so, I, I feel bad for him um, in that aspect. I don't think it'll affect him, except in a good way. Right. To say, hey, okay, let me remind you guys who I am and who our team is. If you forgot about we're in Salt Lake City, and you know you might not see us as much as you see everybody else. Um, but he is he's phenomenal. I love his game. I love his personality. I love how he treats his teammates. I love how he treats fans. He's just one of those guys you'd want to you'd want to play with. You know, he's a, he's a teammate. I think you would love to have. And as a fan base, I think they've all embraced him. And uh, and he's found a real good home here in Salt Lake City. The All NBA team was selected by a global panel of 100 sports writers and sports uh, broadcasters. So I'm just going to assume that it was the Italian voters who uh, messed this up. What do you think? <laughs> yeah, I'm sure that's what it was. Phenabla. Uh, <laughs> Phenabla. How, how do you – and this is nothing against the media because I've been part of that. But 95% of media never played a game. And you're just going to judge somebody. And I get you uh, – the opinion you have is fine. But how do they allow that guy to vote and – I just I don't understand. Now, there's a lot of good players in the NBA. I mean, you could argue for a lot of guys that didn't make it. You know, Jason Tatum, in my opinion, should have been there. So who do you take off? That's where you get into your argument. But Donovan Mitchell, you could put him on on any of those teams, and I don't think anybody go. I don't think you know. I don't think anybody argues that he shouldn't have been on. Was it first, second, third? You got to go. Was he as good as Bradley Beal? Yeah, he didn't score as much because Bradley Beal had to because he was on a crappy team. Yeah. But, Donovan did exactly what he did to do, and I think that's. I think it's just a. It, it's an embarrassment when you go back and look at this and think, how does this guy not get on? It's just I. I'm, I was baffled. I just. I was. I last night. I go. You got to be kidding me. He didn't make that. That was just. A, that was outrageous. Yeah. For for that matter, I, I think that LeBron missed what twenty seven games or something like that, and they finished seventh. I mean, I know he's LeBron. But this season, yeah, but he's LeBron. Yeah. I just I look at I look at Bradley Beal, Jimmy Butler, Irving, and uh, Julius Randle, and I see three Paul George. I see three players on three mediocre teams in the East, and think how. Yeah, well, and that, that I, owns I, up a spot. I on think the how in the hell? <laughs> yeah, that's the difference. Paul George in, in yeah, that's what I'm saying. Paul George missed 18 games. Yeah, and hasn't been great. You know, and I know this is regular season, but still, he was good, but he wasn't phenomenal. Yeah. He wasn't, you know, all-NBA type. And Donovan Mitchell this year, in my opinion, was, I mean, when they needed him, he was there. He did what he had to do, and that's a tough thing to do. Now, I love the way the Jazz play. They spread it. They, you know, there's a lot of spacing. There's guys around you that can shoot. There's not a lot of help. I mean, I think Quinn Snyder's done a phenomenal job there. So 
that team is a well-oiled machine on how they play and what they want to get out of each possession. So it's fun to watch. And, and he benefits from that. There's no question. But you can't take away what he did all year long um, and, and do that. I just think it's, it was a disgrace. That was, just a, that, was a, that was an utter disgrace. And plus, too, the best record in the league. And it's like, okay, we'll throw the guy a bone and put Gobert on the third team. It's like, well, that's the lowest we can put him. So the only representation is third team. Okay, again, nothing against Gobert. He's, you know, but the heart of this team is Donovan Mitchell. Sure. I mean, there's no question. If you took Gobert out of the lineup defensively, they struggle, and you put favors in for that, it's going to change on the defensive end. Um, but... Offensively, they become a little better, in my opinion. And Donovan Mitchell, I just, I, I just like I said, I, I just, I felt bad for him. And I use it to me. I'm using it a bit. It doesn't usually bother me with this stuff. But watching that one was like, you got it. That's just, uh, that was bad. That was a bad call. You yeah. Know? And I think tonight, you know, you're, he can come out and make a statement. Right. Not that he has to, but I think why not? He's that type of guy saying, "I can't believe you guys did this. Let me show you why you screwed up." Yeah, he doesn't has to. He doesn't players like Donovan because they have. They don't need any more motivation. They're already in a sure, you know, in a situation to win, and they want to win. But it's just a little extra. Well, the way I look at it, playoff P, and in my mind, playoff PK, playoff P, the P stands for pissed. <laughs> you miss that, don't you? <laughs> uh, you, have, you have no idea. <laughs> you have no idea. <laughs> I feel for you, DJ. You know I do. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right. Well, it's good to have you back in Utah, Pace. We miss you while you're down in Arizona, but it's good you're back. No, it's good to be back. It's good to be back. Some of the greatest men from Arizona now live in Utah. <laughs> nice. Don't Keep put me in that category, PJ, please. <laughs> I don't want to be on that boat. <laughs> hey, uh, just just curious. He was asking me during the break: Is Nico going to play internationally this summer? Yeah, he's in Italy right now. Yeah, they started. Uh, the NBA players can't start practice till the fifteenth, so he started yesterday. He's probably had a yeah, it's four o'clock. He's already practiced today. That's at four, four, whatever time it is. They're eight hours ahead, so I'm sure he's already practiced today, and uh, they'll. They've got a couple of games in Germany, just practice games this weekend, and then they'll come back to Italy, and then they'll go to uh, Belgrade is where they play. And they're in with Senegal and Puerto Rico in their bracket. And, and on the other side, I can't remember, there's three teams, and only one of them out of the six go, but they'd have to go through Serbia. So I don't think, uh, I don't know if they can beat Serbia. You know, it depends on who Serbia gets. I was hoping Jokic would go a little longer in the playoffs. <laughs> Good call. <laughs> Your analysis is... Hope, hope they can keep pushing that series, too, you know, in Atlanta. Except with that one, we lose, you know, they don't get Gallinari. So that's kind of a lose-lose. <laughs> You're watching the playoffs differently than everybody else, yeah, aren't you? <laughs> I, 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 I'm sure I would normally, would normally cheer for <laughs> Oh, man. All right, Pace. Well, good to talk to you. Thanks for coming on and talking a little bit about the uh, the Clippers and life of that Kawhi. All right, guys. All right. There's Pace Mannion. 
The top 60 and 60 is back on the Zone Sports Network. Listen every day at 1.30 as Hans and Scotty will announce another member of the top 60 players in the state of Utah as we count you down to the start of the college football season. It's the top 60 in 60 presented by Cypress Credit Union and Icon Health and Fitness on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. All right, coming up, U.S. Open preview and the draft with Bob Casper from Real Golf Radio. That's at 9.05. More on the Jazz, the Clippers, Kawhi's knee, what this means for Game 5 tonight. Next, stay with us. Fires it off balance. Three, he hit it! He hit it! He hit it! We ready for war. Never back down. Give me some more. Joe Ingles! We came for the title. Killing the game. Get on the the series is all tied up at two. Oh, Mitchell! Our Utah Jazz are back at home to host the Clippers in Game 5. Tonight, the Jazz Live pregame show kicks off at 7 with tip-off at 8 on your home for Utah Jazz basketball. Rise! Fire! Splash! 97.5-1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. DJ PK brought to you in part by Zero Res. When you get the carpets and tile clean, it's not just clean. It's zero res clean. Don't have it any other way. Just $33 per room clean. You deserve the best. You deserve zero res. Schedule with zero res today and call them at 801-288-9376 or online by searching for zero res carpet cleaning. For those of you just waking up to the news, Kawhi Leonard. Remember the thing where he limped off in Game 4 and didn't play the last few minutes? And they were up big, so it didn't seem to matter. But they got a shot of him over there on the bench, and he was rubbing his knee. And you thought, how bad is that? Well, ESPN.com breaking the story this morning that is bad enough. He is expected to miss Game 5. A massive development. Trumping the Chris Paul is in COVID protocol by about 5 or 10 minutes. Big enough story, except Chris Paul isn't playing tonight or until Sunday afternoon at the earliest, and if there's a Game 7, probably not until Tuesday. So put that news on the back burner, as big as it is. Kawhi Leonard... Stick that in your pipe. Expected to miss tonight. Could be out for the rest of the series. I mean, that's major news. That's game-changing news. Yes. Literally. Game-changing news. It should be. Game-changing news. Although immediately, an NBA veteran like yourself, saying, I have seen examples of where... One big player misses, and then everybody else elevates okay. the game. It may not be outcome-changing, but it's game-changing. Yes. Because if the Clippers were to win without yeah. him, that would also be a huge story. Right. And the game itself literally changes without Kawhi Leonard. That's And I have a lot of respect for a guy like Reggie Jackson, and even Kennard, who sort of come out of nowhere, and he can make shots. That's but, obvious. But I've been thinking about this since the news broke, and, and there are plenty of players to fear. There are lots of guys who could... These are NBA know, players. Right. There are guys who can make shots. But the guy, and Morris can make shots, and Kanara can make shots, and Mann can make shots, but the guy to really fear is, is Jackson. Because he can, sure. he can create them. And he can create for himself and he can create for others. He was only two for four in the last game, so in a way it kind of feels him. like he's due. They didn't need him. They won big. <laughs> but even the two buckets he scored on, both driving, both contested, both difficult shots, and he made them. Well, he's there to win. And if I got these other guys going on, got it going on, I don't need to get in their way. So credit to him for only taking four shots in a situation where they won big. And that game was literally never in doubt friend of mine texted me 
uh, after the game. He said, yeah, five minutes into it, I said, forget this. Like, <laughs> Went on with their lives. <laughs> he's a jazz fan here, yeah. locally, get, local guy. Yeah, yeah, he texted me. I said, hey, his wife said, what are you doing? He said, I'm not watching this. So Reggie Jackson didn't need to insert his influence on that game. I have the utmost respect for all of these guys. These guys are NBA players, and they're there for reasons because they're very, very good. So without Kawhi, it is a game changer. It doesn't mean it's an outcome changer. But it's definitely a game changer. And for the Jazz, the important aspect is to be prepared for what lineup A, B, C, I guess now, and go through that. And, that, and you know, they're being hit with the news on short notice. Now, I suppose that they were aware of a potential of this, so it's not 100% off guard and they do have time to adjust. But it's important for the Jazz to have the mindset of, all right, Leonard is not there, but they've got players X, Y, Z who are very, very dangerous. And in my mind, this increases the intensity, not decreases. It increases the intensity. Because if you lose this one and it's and expected to miss, turns out is missing, in the present sense, well, then everybody and their dog is going to be expecting you to win. And this would be a colossal gag if you did not win. How far back do we have to go? 24 hours? For I mean, colossal gags? For the Bucks and the Nets? Well, Harden's hurt, and now Kyrie Irving is out. My gosh, the door is wide open for the Bucks. And they had that game. And yet... They tripped all over themselves. <laughs> Jeez. Fourth quarter goes to the Nets. Durant went for uh, 20 of the his of Brooklyn's 33 fourth quarter points, 20 of his 49 points. He's a bad man. And he brings Brooklyn back and they win 114-108. That was cool to see from I don't care who wins. But Milwaukee uh, was but up was 16. Cool. Milwaukee yeah. was up 16 at halftime. Yeah. 14 they, after a quarter and they, 16 at the half. They tripped all over themselves, man. They and they kept showing those fans in the plaza in Milwaukee and Thinking, wow, this is sweet. We're going up 3-2, coming home. Now the series isn't over, but a pivotal game that they let get slip away. So you don't know what's going to happen in a singular game. Kawhi Leonard was going to be missing this series a la Mike Conley, then I certainly would think the Jazz would be heavy favorites. In a single game, certainly the Jazz are favored at home. They probably would have been favored maybe anyway. I don't know. I didn't. I don't check the odds on that stuff. I had neither, but I will now that you mention it. A singular game concerns me. It that's why I'm saying, in my mind, jazz guys waking up, they, and and they all talk about it. Mitchell admits it. We know Joe's They're on, on social, social media. media. Yeah, this is the generation of uh, the phone is an attachment to the hand. Practically, it's tattooed on your hand to speak their language, and they know it instantly. Immediately, I sharpen my focus. As I'm driving to the practice facility, I'm thinking about this. What does this mean? What do we need to do? We can't let our guard down. All these types of things. I believe it absolutely heightens the focus of the team from the Jazz perspective because they had to win this game either way. Now they really have to win this game (laughs) either way. And so it... And I don't want any injuries for anybody. That's just yeah, and, uh, the final analysis. I'm going to bed tonight and going to sleep, uh, win or lose. It, it, just, it just doesn't bother me 
that much. But for these guys, it should up their intensity now that Kawhi's out. Intensity-wise, I think it really raises. Now you got to go out and get it done, man. Erase whatever doubts there were. I don't know if there were or there weren't, but there, there shouldn't sh- be now. There shouldn't, be know. Any, there shouldn't have been any doubts. And, mm-hmm. I, and I woke up this morning and I had a personal issue. I didn't go to bed until after midnight, so I'm cranky on a good day. Yeah, I was but- going to be crankier today, and I was driving in. You know, you drive, at least for me, you probably do the same thing. Yak probably does the same thing, too. All of us on the air. When you're driving in, you're just thinking about the show. <laughs> I listen to a lot of audio that I'm going to comb yeah. through in the next four hours of this show most mornings. And, yeah, so when I woke up and I'm driving in this morning, I'm thinking, I'm fired up for this game. These guys got to be fired up. I was expecting a much better effort, irregardless of who the Clippers are playing, and I had no idea that Leonard was not going to play until we read it. But I was expecting the Jazz, and I felt really good about the Jazz's opportunity tonight. I don't know what that meant for Game 6. I don't know what that meant if there was a Game 7. Why did you feel so good? Because they screwed up Game 4 so completely at the start? Because I look at the season, and we follow this team to the utmost, right? right? All of us do. Our listeners do. And I look at this team when they've sucked, and they basically sucked the other night. Let's call it like it is. They found ways to respond. And they were able to get past it and come through when we thought that, man, this team, the foundation's a little shaky here. Where are we going with this? And they found ways to, whatever you want to say, answer the bell, whatever it might be. And now this is the toughest test in terms of answering the bell with Kawhi as I'm driving in thinking about it. But I still felt, okay, they beat these guys twice. I don't care that it's 3.6 points. That doesn't matter. You freaking won the game. In a way, like what Pace Mannion just said, and I always enjoy his commentary, is what's Paul George? You know, he's a guy, you're up six, he'll put you up nine. Suppose you're uh, down one. You know, so what I'm getting at is the Jazz in those close games, they found ways to win. How is that a friggin' negative? That doesn't make any sense to me. So what that the game was close? That actually means they know how to close out games. That's good. That's not bad. The margin of victory, margin, who cares? And so they've answered the bell there twice without Conley, with Kawhi. Why wouldn't they do it again? So I felt really good about tonight's game going forward, listening, and I get on that stuff. I listened last night. To, what was it like 5, 36 o'clock, whenever it was? I listened to Joe Ingles. I listened to Quinn Snyder. I, I try to read body language and what they're thinking about it, and it just seemed like, all right, we've been in this situation before. Stakes are the highest that it's been so far this season. I understand that, but they've come through. So that lead, led me to believe that they were going to have a really good effort tonight and I thought that they would win now of course without Kawhi it is what magnified that they're I think they're going to win two and a half points is the spread I currently see at ESPN.com and that was favored I, for Jazz the Jazz by two and a half that's yeah. what I saw overnight before this right that's what I that's thought I, I thought they would be favored at some point but yeah we'll I see uh, I got right I got my cousin Louie on the phone in Vegas had a kid called Vito as well <laughs> 
No, Vito. You say that, I immediately think of Casino, and then I end up with Cornfields. And Vito okay. hosts the show from 2 to 6. Ah, yes, okay. The Godfather. The Godfather. <laughs> There's only one Godfather of sports radio. That's a good point. And I'm not him. I did ask my daughter if she wanted to watch Godfather 2 last night. She's like, no, nah, let's watch something a little more upbeat. <laughs> upbeat? What more upbeat do you want? That wasn't it. It was too intense. You wanted something. <laughs> Come on. The lake at Tahoe, they got it all. Connie running around, not paying attention to her kids. You take care of your children first before you go see your brother. No Kawhi Leonard, what are the Jazz going to do? I mean, what are the Clippers going to do too, but mostly we care about the Jazz. So what are they going to do? I like your point about Sharp and the focus. They had doubt in Game 4. I'm not exactly sure why they had doubt, but there was certainly a lack of confidence early in that game. Now, they said all the right things, and I'm sure the film session pointed out a lot of the stuff that if Jazz fans could get in there, they'd want to point out, and Quinn talked about that a little bit. And Joe was funny, as always, you know, and how are you going to respond? Well, we'll find out in 24 hours. Because uh, so you can say whatever you want. you got to go do it. The right things were said. Will it lead to doing the right things? Caller Troy just called in and said the latest odds have the Jazz by seven. After okay. Kawhi Leonard news. Seven. Thank you, Troy. Troy the fixer. <laughs> <laughs> and I also have some good news. What's your good news? You getting a raise? Yeah, I wish. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's great news. That's great news. This I'm getting a raise? <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, we got jazz tickets to give away <laughs> for tonight's game. Ooh. Three pair. Three pair? For a total of six? Total yes. Six tickets. Two for Jake, two for me, and two for PK. Sorry, people. (laughs) Mrs. Hatch would be very excited. All right. PK is already mulling over how he wants to give these away. Uh, We will do that momentarily. We also have uh, Real Golf Radio's Bob Casper coming up at 9.05. We have a draft on the way. Got to pick our our U.S. Open winners, PK. Yeah, I'm excited for the U.S. Open. Make our predictions. It's U.S. Open. It's our Open. We're going we're gonna to have a conflict here. In San Diego. Game 7 for the Jazz Clipper Series is set for so Sunday you, afternoon now, isn't it? I don't know. I was going to ask you, you believe that will be a one thirty game? I believe it will be. We know that for sure? We don't, because the Hawks Sixers has yet to be resolved. But i got to believe if you had a choice. Now, maybe with a quiet injury, that changes things. And if there isn't a Game 7, will there be a Game 1 in the West? But they wouldn't necessarily put that at one thirty, though. They wouldn't necessarily. I, I would think they would take a Game 7 in the East over... I think they'd take any Game 7 over Game 1 uh, at this point. If the Jazz are alive, they're playing Sunday. I believe that to be true. I believe it will be either Game 7 or Game 1. We just don't know necessarily the time. Because would they put a Game 1 if it was Phoenix Series later in the day? The first priority, well, I guess a, um, I don't know East game one if it falls on Sunday. So I I think the odds are it'll be a 130 well, game. Both those are, well, and then the other one's not 2-2 now that the uh, Nets won. Right. Uh, yeah, it's, I think they're holding the East day. for, I think East game one gets held for Monday or Wednesday because they're going to have to, in the next round, have the series offset. A U.S. Open final? 
lots of NBA, Father's Day. That'd be my sweetheart's I'll, birthday. I wonder if the I, I do. I am curious about that. If there's only the one game, if the NBA will put one at one thirty, or if they'll avoid the U.S. Open and put it in prime time. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, but I don't understand that stuff. No, I think actually you do. I think you're. I think you're thinking about what they're thinking about. But you know the 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 U.S. Open's going later too. Maybe they want to go against the earlier U.S. Open action before it gets really juicy late in the finish because it will be a late finish for the West, West Coast, Coast tournament. Yeah. yeah, so all of that will be weighed. All right, and then Friday we'll have clarity as far as whether the series are wrapping up Good, in six I or need in seven. Clarity. That's the one thing I need. I've needed clarity <laughs> my whole life. Yak, you want a qualifier now? That's giveaway golfer. All right, it's time for you win a golf U.S. Open giveaway. Caller right now. You will be assigned. Caller twelve gets Matthew Fitzpatrick. Matthew Fitzpatrick is what we're saying, and I guess we should probably give away a pair in this very next segment. So just call now, and we'll tell you what you need to think about. <laughs> no, you, don't do that. You after gotta, you get no, we got. This. What are you doing? <laughs> You're just jamming up the phone lines now. You're just messing with Yak. So? 855-340-ZONE. You're not getting jazz tickets right now. Don't call right now. Right now we're giving away a UNA Golf U.S. Open giveaway. All right, you chaos. do that. Then that's in the break. But then when we come On back, On the other side, we'll get going. 855-340-ZONE. If your player... Matthew Fitzpatrick. Wins, you will receive a Callaway staff bag. It's brought to you by UNA Golf, serving Utah golfers since 1971. The Top 60 and 60 is back on the Zone Sports Network. Get your college football fix every day at 1.30 as the Zone counts you down to the start of the 2021 season by listing off the top 60 players in the state of Utah as voted on by the local media. You'll also hear from the coaches as they talk about the players that will impact their season the most. It's the Top 60 and 60, weekdays at 1.30, presented by Cypress Credit Union and ICON, on your home of the best college football coverage in Utah. 975-1280 The Zone and the Zone Sports Network. DJ and PK brought to you in part by Davis Vision. The Davis Vision summer LASIK sale is going on now. Get rid of those contacts and glasses and save $1,000. Start your road to better vision at Davis Vision. Check them out at davisvisionmd.com or call them today at 801-253-2080. That's Davis Vision. Got some jazz tickets to give away. Got anything goofy you want to do, PK? Anything well, to help the people entertain you? Yeah, it's just prove to us how tough you are. Game five is all about toughness. What have you got? I'll give you a little example. Eight years ago, my wife had cancer. She had lymphoma. On one of the days of the cancer, our daughter was a senior in high school, and she was receiving an award for... <laughs> This is ironic, but best female athlete in high school. So my wife is receiving nine hours of chemo. And I can show you a picture because I was there and I'm grateful for the company. And you also gave me 100% support on that. And so I was there and I've got the athletic director from the high school saying, hey, you guys got to come to the awards banquet tonight well what he's telling me is that your daughter's going to receive an award right and uh she my wife was out you would have thought she was frigging dead out o-u-t out i've seen the photo i remember all day yeah we go home uh 
we've got four other kids staying with us at the time. And uh, so she can barely move. She puts on a wig and goes to the friggin' ceremony to see my wa- my daughter get this award. She can barely stay awake. She can barely move. It was the mm-hmm. toughest thing I've ever seen. And she got that award. Setting a high bar now for our listeners. And then we took her home and she passed out for like three days. <laughs> and I'm done. <laughs> yes. The toughest thing that I've ever personally witnessed. Now, what did you do that's tough? John Stockton, did he play in the Olympics with a broken leg? Or was it two broken legs? And you can make it up. It doesn't even have to be true. <laughs> for jazz tickets. Because I got tonight. serious there for a second. 855-340-ZONE. <laughs> Call right now. 855-340-ZONE. <laughs> Toughness. You know you've got now, it. Now, you, you got a bee sting, and you were rushed by emergency, weren't you? No. You, I got so a wasp thing, and emergency? I went inside, and my wife gave me... Uh, mouth to mouth? No. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> nice. <laughs> no, she gave me some uh, some medicine, whatever that stuff is. I don't know. Aspirin? No. What? No, it's the stuff that takes down the swelling. What is that stuff? Ibuprofen? Ibuprofen? No. Someone else, someone will hit us with it. They know what I'm talking Tumeric? about. Turmeric? No, it's stuff you take when you have an allergic reaction. Ice? Benadryl? Yeah, Benadryl. Oh. Good call. <laughs> we she, gave me, she gave me Benadryl. <laughs> As Lloyd just said, an EpiPen? <laughs> I did not get the EpiPen. You know? But that's a good answer. I did not I do not have an EpiPen, though. Cocaine? <laughs> no. <laughs> Dude. Wow. That escalated quickly. Illicit drug use now being admitted on air. Medicinal marijuana? Nope. Because you've come into the show. You've been loaded a couple times. <laughs> <laughs> yeah shouldn't you turn around and answer the phone doesn't anybody want jazz tickets you're in there just talking I'll to lloyd it. i'll answer it when i'm he's good got, and ready he's got lloyd over here i know he does lloyd uh, get out of there you know you've written memos about producers not distracting producers when they're on the air i'm coming in during your show lloyd <laughs> lloyd you got a minute <laughs> <laughs> I need to talk to you about something important. Here, hold on a second. This will drive away. <laughs> now he's knocking on Lloyd's offices right next to our His studio. Wall that, we share a wall, so at the studio in Lloyd's office. There we uh, go. <laughs> Toughest thing you've seen in sports. You got a high school teammate who was really tough? Dislocate the finger, just pop it back in and go in the game. Oh, Tony Finau, ankle. Oh, that was spectacular. Yeah, right? He did that. That's a good one. That's like, and obviously we had known about Fino and, and his family and all that stuff and know his story. We know it very well. But it's like, that became like Tony Finau's national moment. Yeah, right. And rather than him being this phenomenal golfer, like he popped that thing in. It was in the par three. Which I don't think they've even had the last couple of years. U.S. Open coming up. I think you got to say oh, Tiger. Uh, Tiger Woods, right? Last time they yeah. were on the coast there in San Diego at Rock Torrey Pines. 
Right. Played Rocco. Did he play Rocco Me in, in the yeah. playoff the yep. next day? Mm-hmm. And he said he basically played on one leg. Yeah. Rocco had that thing won in the clubhouse if Tiger misses the uh, misses the putt at eighteen. But what is your Willis Reed moment? Yeah. Eight five five three four zero zone. All right, Yak is finally uh, getting going here. Kenton, good morning. Toughness, Kenton. Toughness. What have you got? Hey, so, so a year ago on on Sunday, June thirteenth, I got in a mountain biking accident. Went over the handlebars on my bike, bruised my spinal cord. I spent five weeks in the hospital in Murray, learning how to walk again. And so this would be a great way to to spend my one year anniversary of of that challenge. On a lighter note, I'm driving to work in my car, and I've been slowly watching the gas range go from 30 miles down to zero. And now I'm driving to work, zero miles left to talk to you guys. So that's <laughs> well, if I see you at 10 o'clock on the side of the road, I'll stop. <laughs> All right, Kenton, hold on the line. Cody, good morning. Hello. Hi, Cody. Hi. What do you got? All right. Um, nothing that good. Uh, my brother convinced me to try to snowboard off a roof one time, and I did <laughs> crack my skull open. <laughs> Caught the lip of my snowboard on the edge of the gutter. It was horrible. Jeez. <laughs> Uh, too bad they weren't no, filming it. Too bad we didn't ask for crazy. I am, I, I am also pulled over on the side of the road. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Cody, hold on the line there. 855-340-ZONE. Got some jazz tickets here. Toughness. What have you got? Donovan Mitchell's been showing some toughness. Playing hurt. Camille. Camille, good morning. Good morning. Hi, Camille. Do you want me to just share my Yes, we my do. Quick Please do. Yes, go ahead. So three years ago, just about this month, actually, I was dating my boyfriend at the time. I came down with what's called Bell's palsy, which is when your half of your face goes paralyzed. So I couldn't move half of my face. And I actually got engaged with half of a paralyzed face. And then two months later, my parents got into jail. So my whole wedding without my parents. <laughs> What was the last part? I I did a whole wedding without my parents being there. <laughs> they went to jail? They did, and that was all like kind of a shock as well. I would <laughs> imagine. I would imagine, yeah. <laughs> okay. There's a lot of ways I can go with this, but I'm not going to go anywhere. That's probably the best. <laughs> all right, Camille, hold on the line. 855-340-ZONE. <laughs> Slammer, huh? Johnny, good morning. You got a story, Johnny? For jazz tickets. Yeah. What do you got? So I played I played high school football and I'm playing a game, linebacker. Someone gets tackled in front of me, lands on my right leg. I feel an intense pain, but I wanted to keep playing. So it's halftime, I play the entire game, go get x rayed, and my fibia was broken the whole time. I played that game. So that one that one really hurt. I felt like that was pretty tough. No, for sure. Yeah. You played the whole game or the half? Yeah. The, the rest of the half. Nice. Uh, might have not been broken when it happened. It might have just got worse as the game progressed. Yeah. But you're a gamer. Good job. I hope you won yeah. the game. We did. Way to go. Nice. Yeah. Where'd you play, Johnny? 
All right, put them on hold. We'll never know. It'll be a mystery. You got somebody else, Yock, or is that it? Julian, good morning. Good morning. What do you got, Julian? Julian, this is where you tell your story. In 1994, I got to fight Mayweather at the National Golden Gloves. And in 1996, I ended up going to prison for 16 years, got out, and now I own a nonprofit organization for at-risk youth. And it's a, it's a pretty good story that I think I deserve those tickets. Nice. Way to go. Way to bounce back. Make contributions. Appreciate yes, it. How is it, how is it fighting Mayweather? I lost a split decision at the National Golden Globe. Okay. Nice. All right. Stay on the line, Julian. James, good morning. You're on the air with DJ PK. Story about toughness for jazz tickets. James isn't tough enough to share this that's, story. That, that's mentally weak right there. Yeah, right. Go whatever you want. You were writing him down. <laughs> you like uh, Kenton who's out of gas and had the mountain bike wreck and has uh, had to learn to walk. Cody, snowboarding off the roof. Learning how to walk. <laughs> Come on. Camille, uh, Bell's palsy, got married. Parents uh, not there because uh, they were locked up. Johnny, the high school football <laughs> linebacker, playing on a broken leg. That's Julian, tough. fighting Mayweather and then doing time himself. 16 years. And now he's got the at-risk uh, nonprofit for uh, at-risk youth. I like them all. <laughs> They're all tough, man. They've all they've all got compelling. I know they do. My two, I'm going between are Kenton and our good friend Julian. Kenton learning to walk, and then Julian obviously bounced back from. Okay, we're gonna let you pick, Yak. You can have both of them. That's we got three pairs, so that's two. We'll do okay. two right now, and we'll do another one in the nine o'clock hour. All right, Kenton, Julian. I'll talk to you momentarily. All right, Hang there on. you go. All right, when we come back, U.S. Open golf this week because the NBA playoffs aren't enough. Bob Casper, Real Golf Radio. Our U.S. Open picks. Who's hot? Who's not? Who do we like to win? We will do that next. Stay with us.